Hello everyone, welcome to episode 5 of New Video Let's Talk. Today we have a powerful man, El Jefe, <laughs> Mr. Jeff Espinoza. Thank you guys. No, I'm very excited to uh, to be here, honestly. I've seen a lot of the podcasts. You guys have uh, come a long way and had a lot of conversations with a bunch of different uh, entrepreneurs and just had a bunch of different topics as well. And uh, no, I'm just excited to, to see where it goes. So thanks for having me. So yeah, guys, we're back. And also, I just want to say we're still working on our mission to cross Canada. We did start in Ontario, and we we're almost there. Um, not really, but, you know, we got a couple weeks left. There's six more weeks to go. Um, so we got to push hard. If you got steps or kilometers you're walking, donate it to New Vida uh, Instagram page and help us out. Yeah, bless. But yeah, let's 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 let's, let's start in with Jeff. Let's yeah. Start. So how, how how do we know you? For like nice sweater, oh, yeah. matches my hat. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. No, it's uh, if anything, it's funny because the brand itself represents the idea of just trying to start something from nothing. You know what I mean? Yeah. So it's uh, it's very cool to be a part of uh, just an attempt of of anything. You know what I mean? Everything starts as, as an idea as first. Um, even the established companies that we see today, big names like Nike, Google, you name it. Before they were just an idea, before they were brought into existence. So it's cool. I, um, like I was saying, I went to a concert for the first time, like since the pandemic, like uh, a couple weeks ago. And it was like the first time I was actually trying to shop for myself, like for a long time. And, I, and like, you know, I don't know if it's like being a dad or everything like that, but I feel like I lost my style. So I like, okay, I went to the mall and I was actually struggling. <laughs> to find something that I'm like, man, I don't even know how to shop for myself anymore. And then it, I uh, ended up wanting to make a custom shirt, you know, yeah. you know, cause I just couldn't like vibe right with yeah. all the, what the different brands that are existing there. So I'm like, you know what, like, let's just be creative with it. Make something custom, nothing crazy, just something simple. That's your own. And um, that's a lot of what, what you guys did with Capital City Crow. I feel so like that's the entrepreneur yeah. in you though, trying to, you know, Cause now you're just talking yeah. about, I don't know if you want to talk about this now, but you're kind of yeah. talking about incorporating that with our 5am group, right? So yeah, no, that's, that's true. And, um, and honestly, you guys are more the entrepreneurial headspace. I, um, cause like, to be honest, I haven't been able to take a risk on that level. Um, I've been like, uh, I've been working for a tech company for like the past five years. It will be five years fully this June. Um, but you guys have taken the actual leap of faith to just full on start from scratch. But yo, wait, wait, wait. before we jump to that, yeah, I want to talk about your leap of faith because you you, sure. you took a huge leap of faith as well when mm -hmm. you, the England, yeah, the UK. True, yeah. You know what I mean? And, and I, that, that's honestly like like I remember like this was a few years ago. Yeah, wow. almost, almost. So I just remember hearing ago. this story and the way you approach yeah. it as an entrepreneur, and like that's kind of like like gave me motivation to kind of like, okay, like yeah. like you're doing it different. Like you, you might explain that. Yeah, yeah no, no problem. On the line, right? You gotta just it's you put yourself first, and then next step is like mm. put yourself on the line, see what happens. That's kind of what you did, no? Yeah, I, I think it's a matter of like identifying where you're at at any point in time. Yeah. Like so, say for example, um, that whole UK venture that I did, um, that was almost how I ended up at this tech company because it was, like I said, almost five years ago, exactly. And um, I was working for TD. I yeah. was working at TD and I was trying to make my way to move up the ladder there. And uh, my main goal was actually to go into like Ameritrade or direct investing. Yeah. And uh, because I graduated in finance, so I'm like, I want to use my degree to, um, to leverage where I'm working at right now. So, TD really wasn't going my way. Like I applied for Ameritrade direct investing. I didn't get the job. I was crushed. They gave me a different opportunity to leave a uh, phone channel and I left to retail uh, and I became a financial advisor at, at uh, 
at one of the branches here in London. Yeah. And um, honestly, that was the point where I knew it, it wasn't what I wanted to do with my life. You know what I mean? And that's that's what led me to take that big leap of faith. So I transitioned to uh, the retail space and uh, I just realized that it was just sales. And I graduated already. I had all this OSAP debt um, and I was just so confused. You know what I mean? Because I just thought that, you know, studying finance and accounting and working at a bank before I graduated, like in my head, it just was, it was all supposed to sink. Yeah, yeah. And the I, steps were perfect. Exactly. Yeah. Like I, I did everything right. And then uh, the only thing that I was I was getting was just Rejection. sales targets. Yeah. And that was the only job that it was. I was, I guess I was pretty naive on what I thought the banking industry was. And this is no knock on, on the banking industry as it is, because we our yeah. society is built on, on yeah. what the we banking has been. Do anything, right? But um, but it was just identifying what I actually wanted and it wasn't the same. So five months into that role, I'm like, you know what, man, I feel like I didn't even really need a degree to do what I'm doing right now. Like, why did I go to school? You know what I mean? What was the whole purpose? And those are the questions that I feel like everybody uh, should ask themselves frequently. You know what I mean? Like, cause um, the world we live in, nothing stays the same. Everything is changing. So I think we always got to like check if we're in line with what we're trying to do, right? So um, I, at that time, you know, this was before my daughter, this was before, you know, marriage as well. Yeah. <laughs> so this was young Jeff and, you know, with not that much responsibilities that depended on me. So it was uh, easy to dream. And and that dreaming is what I lived for. Like every day, so I'd, I'd go in, I'd do my shift at TD. I know I wasn't fulfilled, but um, I, I'm very easily inspired. And this day and age, we have so much resources. If anything, we have information overload on our phones yeah. that there's so much to do. Like there's, they, they try to condense it too little where you're not really learning. Yeah. You're just hearing facts now. Yeah. You know I mean? yeah. Like, like you have to be up too much learning. Absolutely. It's, it's literally like too much to do. But if you kind of like keep trying to figure out what, what inspires you as a person individually and like what, what makes you click and what makes you tick and there was this opportunity in the uk at the time and i've never been to europe and i'm what like you know what like let's just take a stab at it you know what i mean yeah. it was a it was a social media company and um you know i was inspired by their content they made a lot of like inspiring like what was their following content. at the time like like uh, very very little to be honest because they were just starting up they're but a I, huge I remember company hearing too. about them like before they even said i remember like like having them pop up on my feed so, like, they, they were semi like popular like you know like no really they were uh social chain social chain is, is that's uh, the name right that's the name of the company and steven steven bartlett um is the ceo and uh, they just did really good quality content, you yeah. know what I mean? And I found them on Instagram, like I said, just like just like everybody else, just mindlessly scrolling through. Um, and I found their content. I was just really taken by them. To me, like their content was a lot different than what I've seen. So the curious mind that I had, I just researched them and I went on LinkedIn. I see who worked there. I saw how that, that they were growing and stuff. And um, they had a YouTube channel and they had a lot of people apply um, there. And I'm like, you know what? This would be like a fun work environment to, 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 to work for. And what did they do specifically? Across the oceans in England. They, man, yeah, they are located head office in Manchester, England. And uh, 
they're a social media company that takes on like projects at the time, for example. So their clients are big brands. Okay. Big brands like um, like Maybelline, like Nike, like uh, they have some brands in the UK too. But their whole their whole um, value is is promotion. So brands, established brands, go to social chain to basically um, help promote to younger generations. Okay. You know what I mean? Because younger generations, again, we're a lot more um, uh, sporadic in our attention span. So like it takes it it takes so like three seconds, four seconds to capture attention. Uh, for younger generations so like established brands were having that challenge that's what social chain was trying to um, break it, right? break, exactly yeah. or just be trying the, to bridge the gap trying yeah. to be the experts yeah. exactly like let, let's be the middlemen to these big brands like puma so etc and and find creative ways uh, to promote okay, their brand. Why is it kind of like, like uh, what Gary Vee does, his company, Vayner Media? It's, it's like they do the same thing with Pepsi. Yeah. Very similar. And and um, Gary Vee and Stephen Bartlett like have met together. Like they they've shared podcasts. So almost the exact same idea, yeah, yeah. exact same concept. So long story short, I just knew that you know what I wasn't happy with what TD was giving me, what my work environment was. I, I knew I was unfulfilled and I'm just like, why continue down this road? And um, I did the job application. Like I, I, I created a, yeah, I an Instagram account. First of all, explain it. And then second of all, like what made you do such a like a unique thing? Well, it was the research that I did on the company. So I saw that how social chain was being extremely creative on how they were branding um, for their clients like these big brands and they would do like facebook lives or ig lives and do like a contest so many likes will dunk this person in you know what I mean? they just did very creative out of the box ways to promote brands so i'm like okay if they're creative out, out of the box i'm gonna use that same kind of approach like almost the way that they did their uh, marketing is what inspired me how to do my job application. So, so I, that energy almost. Yeah, right? almost like, just being like, you know, what? I'll get their attention if I'm doing something the way they, their style, the way they're doing. Yeah. So I created an Instagram account, another Instagram account, but dedicated to be a resume. And it, literally the name of the Instagram account was Jeff Espino's resume or something like that. Yeah. Jeff resume. And then like I did little short clips and I did it it um like as the structure of a resume like and the first clip was intro like who objective like who am i and stuff like that so i basically made a digital resume <laughs> a digital resume Jeez. exactly using instagram and it and it worked it, it got their attention um because like i i created the account and then <laughs> i had a group of my friends yeah. uh, and like shout out to them because to be honest i've had a, a huge support circle since day one but uh, I remember I, I gathered them at my house and I'm like, listen, guys, I'm trying to apply for this job in the UK and I could really use your guys' help. I've created this Instagram account that's going to be my resume, but it, I need to get their attention. So if you guys can, you know, uh, send an email um, to like, and I literally creeped, Jeez. I went on LinkedIn and I creeped all of their email addresses and I pulled all the information I could from the internet yeah. and I gave it to my friends. And I'm like, if you can just... A quick paragraph just to say like why I would be a good person to work with or, um, you know, and it wasn't even forced. It was completely genuine. Yeah. It's like, you know, this is what I'm trying to do. And if you guys, you support know, want to help me, support me. And the outcome was blew me away. Like all of them 
sent them emails and I, uh, I asked them if they could send it all on the same day. And it swarmed. And it, and it, so literally their whole head office uh, received these emails on the same day with the link to the Instagram account, oh watched the videos, yeah. and they, shout, they shouted me out on their YouTube channel. I want to ask, yeah, do you yeah. think the digital yeah. resonates going to be a future, do you think? Like, because like, I don't know, mm -hmm. as we move into like this digital world and also a lot of technology, right? Papers slowly coming like it's no longer like as needed or something yeah. like that. Do you think a digital resume might be the new thing at some point? Or do you think people are still going to want to go through papers or at least like a document because you can just go through it a lot faster, yeah. right? I think it's it's a way to differentiate yourself. Yeah. I don't think it's the only way. And um, I think the key is you want to just stand out differently. So with the digital resume, it was just tailored to that opportunity. Okay. You know what I mean? So it's almost like you got to you got to do the research on what you're trying to achieve because that digital resume won't work for another, you know what I mean? But it, it was also like layered with the emails, with the people yeah. at the same Correct. time, strategically. Like yeah. it, was just, it was just a genius idea in all. Honestly, it, was a package for the that, right? it, was, it wasn't just a, a resume. The effort was like, kind of crazy. Correct. And I think that's what they recognized. And like, I think, you know, for all for everything that it was. I didn't get the job. Like I, I went there, I got to their head office, I met the CEO, <laughs> shook his hand, they interviewed me, they showed me the space, and that alone was a win for me, you know what I mean? Yeah. And like, um, and the, the, the story is still on YouTube to this day, you know what I mean? So like, even me in the Manchester office is, is still there. And like, you know, that was, that's literally to me, I, I shot my shot, you know what I mean? Yeah. And there's no, there's no shame in that. Um, and to answer your question, I probably wouldn't do the digital resume the same way as I did then. Because like I said, I think it's really important to identify each opportunity individually. You know what I mean? So at that time, it was a that was move. that was the, the steps or that's what I thought was the best way to apply for that opportunity. If it's me today and I was trying to do something similar. With the job you're at now. With yeah. the job, well, I would, I would do my research like as it is now and nothing's ever going to be the same. So I think everybody just has to try to push those creative limits. You know what I mean? Um, you know, just even if if it's a paper resume, paper, re there's nothing wrong with that. But maybe you can, you know, um, uh, hand deliver it or something like that or figure out like if you know the company that you're trying to work for, figure out what they value yeah. and figure out what's important to them. And then maybe even like, you know, little little things, little details go a long way, putting Putting something in like a, a nice envelope, or envelope with something, hand deliver it. Even if like, you know, if you want to... Well, that's facts though. Like you have to make yourself stick out. Like, uh, out right? like for example, like uh, Claudia and I, like for example, if we were doing offers on houses, yeah. like I'm thinking of like writing like a tailored note to be like, like hey, this is uh, me and her kind of explaining who we are yep. and, what, and why we would love the house and like have that slipped in with the offer. Like we're thinking of doing that. But like you said, it's like maybe this, uh, um, actually shout out to Havo. He told me, he, he's the one kind of like mentioned that idea yeah. to me. Uh, how about you, my boy? Um, mm -hmm. And then I was like, man, that's a great idea because then like they could be looking at an offer and they're all of a sudden like, whoa, like this one's more personal. Like, yeah. and, and and a home is hard to sell because like that's like your home, of course. right? So it's it's like you kind of want to pass it off to like to like I don't know. Some people do, right? So so like you said, yeah. it's about sticking out and it's about yeah. and it's about um, make sure you, you stick out like a sore thumb. And I yeah. think that's the big thing where like coming back to I guess how you even did that resume. It's the idea is like you you know when especially because you've interviewed people, you've kind of gone through that process. You're mm -hmm. just trying to go through the paperwork. You're just trying to do That's it, right? Facts. So mm -hmm. when you have something that makes you stick out, either like 
a qualification, um, past work experience, or even just the resume yeah. looks a lot better than the other ones, yeah. you're very quick to identify that and be like, okay, well, I'm gonna spend a little more time on that. Yeah. So like, I feel like the way you approach it was like, okay, all these resumes are gonna come in, but once I put my resume, they're gonna have to dedicate time because it's a video. You have to watch the video to understand who this person is, and at the same time, you kind of fall in love with the person in a way because they put that effort, right? Yeah, mm. yeah like as an employer, like you have so much, you have so much like resumes that like you can't physically read all fifty. Yeah, like right? you said it's about those like twenty that stuck out, and then you condense it smaller and smaller. But like in his case, it's like you had no other option but to click the link. Yeah, and you have to watch it. So <laughs> yeah, you're like oh, who is this guy, right? Yeah. And then it's like, as I said, like and that's mm. why like the whole podcast industry, or even just yeah. talking. Is people slowly get a connection with the people yeah. versus like just the show itself. I have another question. Um, mm-hmm. This is kind of swinging it 360, but I want to relate it in a way. So like, I know you've been boxing for a long time. Yeah. And I know that's been someone who's it's been a part of you forever. Do you think that's kind of like what contributes what contributes to your driving your fight to like getting what you want or like? Uh, no like, doubt. Honestly, like that is probably the foundation um, to everything. Like, in when I was like growing up. Uh, I was always trying to keep up with my cousins, you know, very, very athletic. Big lads. You know, they they did soccer. They were amazing at soccer. I tried to keep up. I was never good at soccer. They did. They were, they excelled in basketball. I tried to follow that wave. I was just never, I was never good at sports. You know, high school came around grade nine I tried out for the football team. I was way too light. You know what I mean? Just that didn't work (laughs) out. Um, And honestly, like I found boxing for the wrong reason. At first, when I was in what high was school, that? it was yeah, like well, grade what 10. Grade 10, because I'm like, you know. You want to kick ass, didn't you? Almost, almost, <laughs> almost as an ability to just like look attractive. You know what I mean? Uh, to, to, you know, to the like, ladies. Oh, you know what I mean? Exactly. You know, if I'm a boxer type, you know, that's that's kind of unique. Not everybody does again, it. Coming back to exactly. Trying to, okay. trying to stand out and, you know, just trying to attract the ladies, if yeah. anything. It has that, that, like, tough grit kind yeah. of. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah, like, yeah. if I'm getting my, it's like, you want that boyfriend. Yeah. Who kick your, you know, <laughs> you know what I mean? And I think it's easy because, like, the way that that sport is promoted, too, it's easy to kind of want to, like, fight for that reason. just to be like, okay, all right just uh that ego kind of thing almost like the ego thing but you know the beautiful part about that sport is that you know i was in grade 10 at the time and i'm like okay i googled boxing gyms in london and then uh i found one i showed up did the beginner class for like a week and then i saw that they were doing sparring and then i'm like okay like let me try it out and i literally got my ass handed to me like I like, like punch in the face like bad. It was kickboxing. Okay. Kickboxing Jeez. gym, so it was punches and kicks. And um they knew I was a beginner and but like honestly I don't I don't regret any of it because you just it, said put me in there, put me in there. It was the most important lesson that I ever like could ever learn because at that time I was cocky, so cocky, you know what I mean? Like and I was in there for the wrong reasons. Like I said, I just wanted to be there to like you know, look impressive for the ladies. I just want to look hard at parties. You know what yeah. I mean? I just want to, you know, the glory. I just wanted the glory. But um, that sport proves time and time again that um, there's always someone better than you out there. You we know what I mean? There's that. always someone working harder. There's always someone, um, you know, more dedicated. more dedicated that are doing it for the right reasons. So anybody with an ego and with ill intention that goes into that sport just literally gets Damn. gets handed to them no matter what. Down like that, yeah. like so it's facts. If first sparring session, I got in there and I held my own. I was trying to hold my own and like I lasted the whole sparring session, but I literally, I don't even think I landed a punch. 
I think I literally just curled up the whole time, just trying to go around. <laughs> body shot, body shot, leg kick, head kick, like just, and after that, I just went to the locker room and I was like almost in tears, man. Honestly, I was basically in tears. And um, I remember the guy, um, and Jesse Ronson was actually the first guy. Like, <laughs> he has a yeah, shout out him. He has a fight in the UFC actually this year. He's training out of adrenaline right now. But uh, he was the one that took it. Like, he's just like, you know what? This guy needs to learn. Yeah. So I was in the locker room, literally in tears, about to leave, go home. And he's like, if you show up again, like if you show up tomorrow, then I know you want this for real. Yeah, kind of deal. Then I know you want to be a fighter. Man, like, and I literally went home, I iced my bruises, licked my wounds, and I'm like, you know what? Do I really want this? Do I, did we, like, do I really want to do this sport for that? And then I showed up the next day and the rest is history. And that's when I humbled myself yeah. for like forever. So like, it's like the high school, high school cockiness, cockiness. And then that's where I learned my lesson. And that's where I'm like, you know what? It's not about, it's not about trying to uh, be the hardest at a party or trying to, you know, be the most attractive to the ladies and stuff like that. It literally became to you yourself. Are you trying to get improved, self-develop? Like, are you just trying to be the best version of yourself? Yeah. Because that was the only sport that I ever tried that it wasn't a team activity. It wasn't, you know, it wasn't like soccer or basketball or volleyball where you rely on your team. Or like it, with, with kickboxing and boxing or any martial art, actually, it literally is you yourself versus yourself. Mm -hmm and you show your results. Yeah. And when you're in that ring, you got no one else to blame but yourself. Yeah. So you know what I mean? Are you content with that? So it's a very, it's a very addictive uh, discipline yeah. that literally makes you accountable for nothing but your own actions. And it's been the most powerful thing. I, I carried that mindset through school. That's what literally that same training. So, because what, because if you have a fight coming up, so I did like nine amateur fights after I started training with them. And every time I had a date, it's like three months, four months from now. Okay, you literally have to put yourself in that position. So how, how are you gonna be? Are you gonna slack? Are you gonna drink on the weekends? Are you gonna party? Okay. Are you gonna, are you gonna eat cheeseburgers cheese. and do this? Like, because if you do, you're literally gonna get your ass kicked. You know what I mean? So like, do you want that? If you decide to commit yourself to something, if you say you're gonna do something and put a deadline to it, how are you gonna prepare for it? And that's that's where it all started, man. And that literally is the secret sauce to anything you achieve in life. Like I, I personally believe that life itself is a fight, you know, yeah. in anybody's situation, um, even, even people that aren't even athletes. Like sometimes it's a fight to get out of bed in the morning, you know what I mean? Sometimes it's a fight to, to fucking go to the job that you don't want to go to for the rest of your day. Like everybody's trying to, you know, and to use the word fight, I don't want to use that in an aggressive way because it's more just like challenges. Yeah. It's like, always you versus you. Exactly. Like, at the end of the day. And like, that's the thing I, I think I learned. Cause like mm. I started, uh, Coca and I, I've been started training with you and Luis, mm -hmm. which we've been we're super grateful for. It. Killing crazy. Like crazy. Hey, yo, you guys I know, but, like, we're grateful it, because in the sense of like, um, like you think you pull up, putting on the gloves, like you're going to fight someone else. But then you realize, for those three weeks, you just, like you said, you're fighting yourself. Yeah. You're like, am I gonna wake up at 5 a.m.? I'm gonna wake up at 5 a.m. Yeah. Yeah. Well, it's, wake up 5 it's the one thing me and him are talking about, right? Because like, honestly, I, I still haven't figured out the sleeping pattern, and like, and I say that because like, I want to get eight hours of sleep. There's yeah. no chance I'm getting eight hours of sleep if it's at 5 a.m. Right. Mm -hmm. But like, it's the mental warfare. It's like, okay, I'm gonna get up and I'm gonna be there. You know what I mean? Yeah. It's like you could you could skip it. I could just lay in bed, especially when I open up those group texts and you see like I'm up, I'm up, I'm up. You could literally just lay in bed and not go, right? Yeah. But it's like. 
when you see everyone else is up, everyone's making the effort, the time, you yeah. really don't have a choice at that point. Or you do, but yeah. it's like the strong ones are the ones who want it more, right? And, and like you said about the team sports stuff, it's like, um, I've, I've only played team sports as well. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? So like, uh, if you slack one day, like you can still win the game, you're relying on the other members, right? But like in this one, it's like, they're gloves up, gloves up. You're like, okay, damn. Yeah. Like, no one else is putting their gloves up but me. Yeah. Like I'm the only yeah. one to have to. So like you're tired as hell, but I feel like, like you said, it's just fighting yourself, fighting yourself, making sure you, you, you get there and get it done. Exactly. And, like, exactly. It's only been three weeks in, so like we're not we're not we're nowhere near the babies, level of your babies. mentality and releases, yeah. but like it's like damn, it's like you, I can see the benefits of it. I like, yeah, I like the mental warfare of it though, right? Especially like for example, when we do abs together, it's like you know you could like kind of slack <laughs> off, but then you look around, all of us are crushing abs. Yeah, and it's like you just don't want to slack. I don't know. Like I, I think that's what my favorite part about like this group that we started, like or whatever the training in the morning, is the fact that we all hold each other accountable in a way. But it's not like as you said, it's you're still battling yourself because you you don't have to show up. Yeah. But then you know we're gonna kinda hound on you, right? Yeah. Like Zach, remember Friday, bud. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, that's exactly it. And I'm grateful for the group itself because it's come so organically. And it's um when you have a group of guys that aren't trying to compete against each other, that's what makes the difference. You know what I mean? Because like it doesn't matter if, you know, one day you do uh, plank for three minutes straight, and then you know we're only able to do a minute and a half, and we drop beforehand. The, the whole the whole goal is self improvement, period. You know what I mean? Like, and we all have different goals and and lives as well. Like, um, you know, we have one member he does a construction job, he goes after. I go to an office job. You guys do have your own things. You know what I mean? Everybody has their own individual path, but like we all are in sync with. Uh, self-improvement we're just trying to better ourselves you know what i mean and and as you guys have known like starting your morning is everything starting your morning is everything the second you like you <laughs> you set the tone and you start at that high level that high energy output you're on a high note for the rest of the day and you carry it over to every interaction you have in the rest of your day you go to work and you're just you feel good because you know you did your workout in the morning you ate your breakfast you're feeling energized and, uh, and it takes a long time to build that discipline, but it's worth it. It's 100% worth it. And um, that's not to say that everybody has to do it at 5 a.m., you know what I mean? Everybody, works everybody's us. different, you know And this I mean? is the thing, too. It's, it's like, it's like um, I have some people ask me, like, oh, how are you doing at 5 a.m.? And there's always two different types of answers. Mm -hmm. There's one type of answer that's like, oh, like, like cool, um, I'll get my workout in another time. You know, respectable. No one has to do it at 5 a.m. But of then course. there's one type of answer that's like, I'll never be able to wake up at 5 a.m. I'm not... Oh my goodness! How do you do this? I never. But like, yeah. and you see the different mindset. Like, like yeah. you said, it doesn't have to be five a.m. You know, you get your workout in. But yeah. like to say you could never do that. It's like, yo, that's you, you'll limitation. be surprised of what yeah. humans are capable of doing. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, well, that's that's what I mean about like um, self improvement. You know what I mean? When when you when you literally put yourself in a point where you're like, you know what? I just want to see what I can do. You know what I mean? And it's hard to do that now more than ever. I believe because there's so much noise every single day. You know what I mean? Our phones are the biggest trap. You know, social media is the biggest trap. There's so much noise. There's so much uh, things that you can, that can capture your attention. So how much time does everybody really put to learning who the fuck they are? You know what I mean? And that that's what's difficult. But like, that's what's been um, a byproduct of this type of training. This 5 a.m. training for me was more like, okay let me just not listen to what everyone else is doing let me not pick up my phone and scroll on social media let me just literally just 
sit with myself and try to do this for myself. And then you realize that you can push your own boundaries. You know what I mean? That like the second you start looking at someone else do something, you're comparing yourself. Yeah. You already lost at that point because you're seeing someone else already do something, but you're not even giving yourself a chance. Like you can literally wake up and in your bed in the first 30 minutes, scroll through your phone. And in that 30 minutes, you've already lost the day. You already defeated. Yeah. Why? Because you just compared yourself to however many different opportunities or activities other people are doing that's not going to make you feel good about yourself like why why start your day looking at what other people are doing to me that makes no sense because it's like it's your day you know yeah. what i mean and we're giving it to those and people aren't going to do anything think, for you it's you know crazy I mean? how like, like it's like you have to even like say that like people like like can't put like well it's mm. hard to to put enough care into yourself to like to like remove that sort of distraction it's it that's the toughest thing to do you know what i mean that's even tougher than waking up at 5 a.m to train because this is something that we've grown up with for years you know our generations you know millennials specifically growing up with like <laughs> messenger at first and then facebook MSN. bbm you know what i mean msn and starting with literally starting with msn everything's been so social through every stage of our lives. So that's almost like, it's almost like a, a habit for us. It's almost like a reflex. Yeah, for us to remove ourselves from it is but, a lot harder because we're we're so exposed to it and it's been so much of our lives. Exactly. That's a different part of our lives. Yeah. That, like our parents, for example, like mm. they just read or they'll do whatever and like yeah. the internet's crazy to them. Our but grandparents like, were crazy. Yeah, right? Yeah. right? Like whenever you're on the phone, they're like, what's going on? But like, yeah. And, that, and that's where the power lies. The power lies in starting to understand those habits of being like, you know what, who am I? individually and and that beyond social media now spills over to your social circle how many you know who's in your circle like who influences you do they influence you in 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 the motives that you want them to and and this all uh comes down to self-awareness and i think that's an exercise that everybody has to prioritize because even you know what i mean right now I can't say that I've identified myself fully. And I don't think I ever will, to be honest, because life is ever changing. Situations are ever changing. So like identifying who we are is an ongoing process that will never end. I, I personally believe so. It's a journey. It's a yeah. journey. So it's just a matter of like always spending time, like almost daily, like here's what, uh, meditation has been huge for me. And like, since the pandemic started, since uh, 2020, yeah. um, that was something I started doing, I think like three months into the pandemic. And it was literally just a matter of be <laughs> setting a timer for like 20 minutes. Yeah. Do you actually do a full 20 minutes or just like a silence, silence completely. And like, you know, just set a timer for 20 minutes on your phone and find a quiet room or a quiet space or even outside on your porch or something. And literally just sit with yourself. Nothing. Do you, talk, do you talk to yourself a lot? Like, I don't know. I find I do a lot. Uh, everybody, every, everybody's lot. different. You know what I mean? And that, and that's fair game too. Yeah. A lot of it is, I just, I just kind of like, just try to close my eyes and just get in tune with my senses. Mm -hmm. And like, I breathe, like I literally just focus on my breath, focus on my breath. What do I hear? Do I hear cars in the background? Do I hear whatever? And that is the most powerful thing to do. Cause your thoughts, what your brain does in those 20 minutes is self-awareness yeah, yeah. you're becoming self-aware and you're like and that's where you answer those questions that's where you find the questions of like 
okay, what do I want to do? Like, <laughs> like who am I for real? Like, what what is my goal? You do you make that a, a habit every day of just even ten minutes goes a yeah. very long way. We'll try it, I think. You know I, what I, I mean? I can relate to that. Like, I think it's the same thing. Like, I pray, which is like a, a yeah. form, form of meditation, meditation for sure. It so it's, it's it like is. it's like it's like at least like putting time aside for like mm. yourself and figuring yourself out. Mm. And like, um, I usually pray every day when I walk with my dog, and like that walking and like that meditation, like just like the like zoning out of everything, and just yeah. like getting into that like like you said it's just game changing because then like you come back from like that walk or that meditation session and you're yeah. kind of just like my day's now clear yeah like, you know or, or if you do it in, in the afternoon but you kind of just like relax like your senses are like we're the most complicated i don't want to say the most complicated because i don't know but we're mm -hmm. one of the most complicated things on this earth and we're no, we to how we are. operate like consciousness yeah. dreams like like a physiological um, our muscle community how how we integrate with one another the fact that like some, some countries are in war right now like we're yeah. so complicated no we are you know and I mean? you're you're not wrong in saying and we're that. not even like figuring ourselves out like and we have to deeply the crazy yeah. part is there's so many of us right and so yeah. like if we're so complicated how do we like align everybody to kind of mm. be the same when it's kind of impossible in a way mm. right yeah yeah no i i like how it came to this point because what you said rico is absolutely uh correct like we are the most complex beings um, and that complex we, species that that, that we deserve, know. you know what I mean? Yeah. So um, with that being said, it ties all of those three avenues to the fact that every day we wake up, it's a balancing act. We're on a tightrope yeah. and it all comes down to uh, mind, body, spirit. And I truly believe that those, you know what I mean? Even if you don't think of those topics individually, everything we do is physical, right? Like yeah. if we wake up, we get out of bed, we put on our shoes, we put on our clothes. And those are mechanics, you know what I mean? That's straight physical. That's your physical body. Uh, your mood, your mood every day. That's going to happen no matter what. You wake up, you're going to have a mood, no matter what it is. That's, um, that's more like on the spiritual level kind of deal. So like once you get to a point where you identify, okay, what, where am I at with each of those? You know, like body, mind, spirit. And, uh, and taking the time to kind of like align those mm -hmm. is a balancing act and it's so exhausting you know what i mean and and you can't make it something that like you beat yourself up over it's just trying to become aware of where you're at with all of those and it's so I mean? crazy so, you, you know? say this bro because like i i read a lot of dr uh, jordan peterson a psychologist mm -hmm. And on top of exactly what you're saying, so you're balancing all that, walking a tightrope, mm, mm. you must add responsibility onto all of that. Of course. So so yeah. it's like walking with a brick. Yeah. Because the responsibility <laughs> is what gives you purpose. So with everything you just said, mm. and you add responsibility, yeah. you're like a machine of just like pure, like, you know, let's Intention. go get it. Yeah, so that's, work, yeah, man. it's sick, man. It that, is, man. Tough. So it's, um, it's a matter of identifying it first. Once you identify it, don't stress. Don't stress it. That's the easiest thing that people do. Everything in our generation is fucking notorious for it. So we measure fucking everything. Our yeah. calories burned, our steps taken. You like yeah. you know this, you know what I mean? Yeah. And that's and that's progress. That's efficiency. That's good. Those are good habits to have because we like to be able you can't improve what you can't measure. Yeah. So it's important to measure how many steps we take, how many calories we burn. Um, but the double-edged sword on that is that we almost become too obsessed on the numbers yeah, yeah. And not the you know what i mean itself. and then and then and then if there's a number not there or if we don't track something it's almost like we're we're off we're like oh no that's not good there's power in literally just doing something just to do it yeah you know yeah, what i mean little wins right without tracking yeah. you know what i mean because yeah. like we're all about progress we're all about like 
How many work hours that I put in today? How many hours of exercise did I do today? How many calories am I eating? You know what yeah. I mean? So we, we have the ability to track everything, which is phenomenal, but there's a, there's a very fine line where you don't want to fall into the trap of- And then it just becomes metrics. Yeah. You know what I mean? It just becomes like things you have to beat into. Or it, like, you beat yourself up sometimes. Yeah, exactly. If like, if a day happens, if a day passes by and you, and you like, your number isn't the, what the number that you're supposed to be or, or like, sometimes it's like, man, you don't have to track anything. You know yeah, what I mean? Having, 100%. having, and that's what it comes down to balance as being the whole theme of this conversation yeah. as to like, you know what? I'm overstressing myself because I'm trying to hit a number. I'm trying to hit a yeah. target. But, and, but the only stress is you. You're the only person putting yourself under that yeah. stress. Stress is good and healthy to achieve goals and accomplish big things. But you got to also understand when it's hurting you. Or like when you're overdoing it, yeah. you know what I mean? And and when you are overdoing it, the best way to to actually um, like counteract it is yeah. to do the same activity, but not for the numbers. Yeah. Well, I mean, just, honestly, that's just, what, that's what I kind of love. Just to like, kind of do it. Like you know what, what you're mean? saying is facts. And like, that's why I kind of think like where we add a kind of a unique aspect, you know what I mean? Like, for example, with Nubita, it's like we have a different way of numbers. You know yeah. what I mean? Some people are putting X kilometers. Some people are only like donating one kilometer. It doesn't matter. You know yeah, what I mean? It's yeah. like, so it's like, it's like, it's like as a community, we're not trying to meet a metric, yeah. but like we're just trying to promote it. Well, but, but I get what you're saying. It becomes an obsession. Then yeah. that's not good. Like, for example, like me, like this, this, this challenge I threw myself in for 365, like I don't necessarily aim to close my ring. Yeah. You know what I mean? Like, like if I'm going to do a 45 minute workout outside, you know what? Some of that 45 minutes is walking. Yeah. yeah, you know what I mean, because like, because like yeah, you said, you exactly. can't push yourself, well, and like, exactly. and like, I, I just, I just do it like the posting, like, like I hope it doesn't come off as in like, as in like a in your up. face thing. Yeah. I'm just yeah. doing it more for like, um, I guess, I love the messages that people send me, bro. That are like, I worked out today. Mm -hmm. I did this. I, you'd be surprised, bro. I've, I've received well over twenty more DMs yeah. of just like, I'm doing this now. You inspired me. Come work out with me. Personally, and, and you know I, I, mean? I love seeing it because that's a goal that you set. For no one else but yourself, mm -hmm. and you're achieving it for no one else but yourself, and that's that's what the beauty of of that activity is. I think where what I'm trying to say is more that people gotta identify when they're stressed and what's causing the stress. It's and it all comes down to that more self awareness, right? Because a lot of the times, um, what stresses people out is something that they're putting on themselves. And um, so like that is you achieving a goal and that's in line with your goal and your vision and it's inspiring. And that's why I love how you kind of set that, that bar and you're showing that it's possible. You're, you're pushing those limits and that's phenomenal. And um, I'm just thinking for like everybody else in their day-to-day -day lives yeah. that are just, you know, find themselves stressed when you say it's the most and can't important, identify it's, it's it. It's like you know? when, when, you're, when you should like, like notice like I am stressed. That's what you're, you're saying. It's like mm. you don't want to hit yeah. that alert system. And, and yeah. when you do hit that alert system, identify it and do something about it like yeah. stop recording the calories if that's if that's well, happening well, exactly the yeah. biggest thing is like you said like we put metrics on everything it's like it's not mm. the fact that you didn't lose a pound that day it's the fact that you actually still went on walk it's yeah. the fact that you actually did the effort right yeah i think a lot of it too we always say it's consistency right like our consistency like me and him we have we were accountable we got to get there in the morning yeah. we got to post this podcast every two weeks it's like i'm more happy that even if the views aren't big i'm mm. just happy the video got out because yeah with that effort and that work, like maybe the views aren't gonna be there, but the fact that we did it, it's just gonna compound and compound and compound. And, and, and that's the win, that's the real win, right? Cause like, yeah. once you get to this point where you're like, 
not everything before didn't matter. It's the fact that I just stayed accountable to myself and mm. the goals will come slowly, right? Yeah. I was gonna yeah. say low key, like like uh, shout out to my mom. She's never gonna hear this because she's not like a YouTuber. Fair enough, fair but enough. uh but uh she um she's been going to the gym like you know for a week straight and like she used to always weigh herself after the gym. I'm like, Mom, yeah. like you wanna go for a week or two, mama. Like yeah. you know, like relax, like you don't you know like yeah, I can see big numbers. She wants but she was stressing herself recording. So it's exactly aligning with what Jeff is saying. It's mm. like mm. it's like so I told her, just don't even hop on, on the on the weight thing. Mm. Now she's not hopping on it. She's and she's doing exercise. She's not even worried about it. She's having more fun with the exercise. That's actually so a perfect that's example. Exactly the same that's, thing a, that's a perfect example there. And and uh, I think to to circle everything off basically and to bring everything to one conclusion, it would be that it starts with self awareness. Yeah. In a, in a world and in a in a daily life where we just get bombarded from the second we open our eyes to the second we go to sleep with just news, phone, social media, work, everything, carve out time to just be in your own skin. So that 10 minutes of silence is my recommendation, honestly, because that's what started me. Yeah. And that's actually what led me to the 5 a.m. trainings, to be honest, because I started doing that before I even started like working out at 5 a.m. because I was doing very unhealthy habits when the pandemic started. And I was, you know, I was drinking, smoking, I was like eating bad, you know what I mean? Just mm. like not feeling good about myself. And because it was easy to, you know, everybody was supposed to stay inside and stuff. So it, it wasn't a good spot, but like, it wasn't until I actually started of doing, okay, let's just start with meditation. Yeah. And meditation, not doing like a guided meditation is literally set a timer and you're alone in your own skin. And you'll find that in the first two minutes, three minutes, you're like, holy fuck, this is the longest 10 minutes. <laughs> I've ever like, you you feel like antsy, you know what I mean? Yeah. You're like, man, I need to check my phone. And, but like, breathe in, you actually don't have to do anything. Yeah. And that and that's how you know that you need it. You know what I mean? If you set that timer to just be in your own thoughts with no other influence, that is the game changer right there. And that will lead you to identify what you truly want what your goals are and uh and once you get the answers from those sessions you know how to spend the hours in your day because at the end of the day everybody shares the same 24 hours whether you're already a successful ceo or you're a student or a co-op student trying to figure it out or even if you're just an average joe like you know you know that is just trying to take things day by day that time to yourself is the changer is the catalyst for your future, for the future that, that, that you want to achieve. And then the second part to that whole equation is you got to put the time, energy, and effort to attack it with everything you have. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. it's two extremes. It's like the calm, sit, sit in your own skin, be as calm, relaxed as possible with no influence, just silence. And then once you get the answers from there, out swinging. You literally put put your heart and soul into it, and that's the only way you're gonna be able to manifest your dreams. Yeah, it's like it's like chaos in, in order, and like mm. to conclude too, it's it's like basically yeah. like just like the fact that like, um, again, Doctor Peterson says like you want to be a monster in the sense of like, like not being scared like when push comes to shove. Yeah. But you wanna, but you wanna have that under the most control. Yeah. Where you're like, where like you're like a very humble person. 
that because at the end of the day like right. like it's just that balance and like yeah exactly. i guess we could conclude with that yeah, and like bro honestly thank this you for, been an bro, amazing thank you for conversation being, thank you for being honest guys, and i just want to say like like straight up like bro like i know like you're a little bit older than me but you've always actually inspired me doing crazy shit like running marathons doing this going to england like all this shit yeah. and i always see that and, and like i appreciate you bro uh, i appreciate you honestly, like, bro, like, you know what's funny is that this is still so early in yes. all of our lives so it's just exciting that we're doing these kind of things now it makes me very excited for the future to come because we have so much so many years ahead of us so if we just look at the past two three years look at what we've accomplished what's gonna happen in the next two it's scary. what's gonna happen in the next three <laughs> what's gonna happen in the next 10 you know what i mean yeah. so well, there's i think a, it's crazy just to think like Man, we were working at TD together. Now we're, we're yeah, doing we're pushing, we're pushing yeah. that kind yeah. of heavy. Like I yeah. don't know, I, yeah. soon enough, come back again. We'll do yeah. it again. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Make sure you like, share, and subscribe. And if you think someone in your network uh, would appreciate this, send it to them. There you go. Also, yeah. too, if you want to jump on, let us know. We need and to. donate your steps or kilometers, whatever Yo. you can donate. I'll see you guys at 5 a.m. tomorrow. Uh, 5 a.m. Yeah, 5 a.m. We get back to yeah, it. Yeah, it's almost bedtime actually. So yeah, let's cut the podcast.